regardless of your beliefs here. If you have some inkling to any kind of higher power and you would like to deepen your self-love, well, then this episode is the missing piece that you have been looking for. Mostly when we talk about self-love, we talk about, you know, making peace with our beings, making peace with our bodies, stopping the internal battle that's going on for ourselves and really maybe not hating ourselves all so much. To stop the negative self-talk, to stop shaming our bodies and to maybe even feel comfortable in our own company. This is what most of us are looking for when we're coming to a place of self-love. We want to stop the internal battle that's going on inside of ourselves so that we can be more peaceful, right? And this is all great. If you haven't yet checked out the previous 29 episodes of Self-Love Lessons with Luna, I highly recommend it. Because over the last 29 weeks, I have shared with you so many of the foundations of what it takes to learn how to love yourself. How to love you and and to give yourself all of the things that we have just spoken of. In order to really deepen your self-love. In order to really take yourself to a place where your self-love is one that brings you so much joy. Then we must talk about our spirituality. We must talk about the connection to our highest self. (laughs) Love, Luna. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna. Gosh, I am, I'm just blown away. This is episode 30. Yes, that's right. For 30 weeks, we have been joining every single Friday to hang out and learn about self-love, to learn about boundaries, to learning about our negative self-talk. What is self-care? The negativity that comes from our body shame and comes from the media at large. We've gone into so many topics and I feel like it would be complete remiss of me if I did not talk about the big, beautiful elephant in the room. Spirituality. For the record, I'm going to be saying that word a lot today. Spirituality. And every single time I actually have to think about saying the word. Spirituality. Spirituality. I I find it when I'm... Just go quickly, spirituality, spirituality. It sounds wrong in my head. So I'm going to have a fun time articulating the word spirituality, spirituality. (laughs) Oh gosh, enjoy this one, my friends. Enjoy this one, spirituality. With this being episode 30 of Self Love Lessons with Luna, it's time. It's time for this framework in the way in which I deliver this podcast and online show. It's time for the next iteration. I've been feeling a call towards it to be able to do something that's more inclusive. To be able to not just teach you the fundamentals of what it's like to have self-love, but to talk to people about the huge variety of what self-love looks like for other people. You know, because what does self-love look like for somebody who has a disability? What does self-love look like for somebody who is having an eating disorder? What does self-love look like for somebody who's non-binary, person of colour, somebody who's older, somebody who is poor? What does self-love look like 
for those of us who don't necessarily fit into the socially acceptable norm. This I'm so curious about. And I'm going to talk a little bit later about what the next iteration of this podcast show is going to look like. For now, what I can tell you is that this will be the last episode of Season 2 of Self Love Lessons with Luna. But don't worry, this is Episode 30. So you have a big back catalogue to go check out and catch up with everything that you may have missed. And really, let's face it, we can watch the same movie 12 times, read the same book a million times and still get new lessons out of them. So maybe now it's time to be able to revisit way back when, start from episode one and develop your self-love once more. So considering that this is our very last episode of this kind of iteration of our show, I really wanted to go out with a bang. Really want to go out with a bang and show to you what it means, this very deep and integral part of my own self-love and how important spirituality is to our development, to our self-love. In earlier episodes of Self-Love Lessons with Luna, I've talked about the ego. If, in fact, even last week was a conversation about the ego and in previous episodes as well. In short, without you having to go and watch those other episodes again, there is a part of us, the thinking mind up here is what I call our ego, our mind or even our smaller self. It's the part of us that thinks that we are only this human version cruising around. And when it comes to our soul, it's our big self, our spirit, our higher self, our connection to something that is bigger and broader and beyond. Now, I know that sometimes I do this as if it's outside or if it's up. Throughout this conversation, I'm going to talk to you about what it's like for me personally, what my relationship to spirituality is, what my relationship is to my higher self. And yes, very often I might talk and go outwards, but for me, my higher self, my spirit, is inside. It is me in my higher self, and yet sometimes I connect to it by spending time in nature. But I'm going to get to all that in just a moment. If we are only tackling self-love from a point of view of the mind, from the small self, it's likely that we're going to reach some kind of stalemate. We're going to reach some kind of stalling or stop point because we are so much bigger and beyond just this human mind kind of form. So if we don't start addressing this kind of link to our spirituality, to our higher self, then we are missing out on an enormous opportunity to actually find a deepening connection of self-love. If we stay with just the self-love as an intellectual experience, we are just going to have a surface level relationship with ourselves. And hey, look, that might be okay for you. You know, it might be enough for you to go, actually, I just want to stop hating myself so much. I don't need to love myself. I just need to not be so cruel. If that's the case, you can probably switch off now. If you are looking for a beautiful, deep, loving relationship with yourself, whereby you can become maybe eventually one day your own best friend, your own beloved, your own connection, whereby you look out for you in a way that perhaps nobody ever could or ever will, then I really encourage you to keep watching. More than anything, self-love is a relationship with, well, yourself, right? I've spoken about this many times in videos. 
that self-love is a relationship. It's a relationship with you. And in fact, it's the most important relationship you are ever going to be in. You will never spend more time with anyone else in your life than you do with yourself. Yet it's not a relationship that most people invest a lot of time into. You're here, you're in this conversation, so I trust that you invest at least 20 minutes a week at having this conversation with yourself, alongside me. Considering that this is a relationship, it means that in order for it to be deep and loving and a committed one moving forward, we need to be able to connect with all parts of ourselves, not just the smaller part of ourselves in our mind or our body necessarily, but our soul, our spirit, our highest part of ourselves. If we are able to move to a place where we can include spirituality into our self-love, then I tell you what, my friend, your self-love is going to explode. It's going to bloom. Obviously, we're talking about something here that's very personal. The way in which you roll with your spirituality, you, you might not even call it spirituality. You might call it your religion. You might call it your faith. You might call it your hobbies. Perhaps the way in which you connect to the earth is through gardening. Perhaps that's where you do connect, that it is an earthly experience more so than a godly experience, so to speak. So I can't necessarily tell you, and nor do I want to tell you, how to go ahead and be spiritual. But I can share my experience. I can share what I have found that works really well for me and the way in which I have the conversations with myself and spirit. Because I pass on some of these to my clients and these are really helpful tips and tools to be able to help you connect to your own version of spirituality. In short, I believe that spirituality is simply the practice of connecting to the highest part of yourself. It's to connect to a place of you that is bigger than your small self. It creates certainty, creates trust, creates hope, makes you feel at home and is full of comfort. You can have whatever word for it you want. Some clients of mine, the word is God. For some clients of mine, the word God freaks them out. So they want to use the word spirit. Some people say earth, some people say mother nature, some people say higher self, some people say infinite spirit, some people have any which way word you might want to say Allah, you might want to say anything that you wish is applicable to you. When it comes to your higher self, it does not matter the way in which you wish to describe it. Spirituality is a personal relationship between you and your higher self. You don't need any rules around it. In my opinion, you do not need to be anywhere. You do not need to go anywhere specifically that there's only one time of day on one location that you're allowed to commune with the highest part of yourself. No, not at all. For me, I can commune with the highest part of myself in any given moment on any given day whenever I please. And it is such a freeing experience because I can have the conversation right now with you. Before I jumped on to this video, hi spirit, just please be with me here. I'm about to go talk about spirituality, so please just allow your presence to be here with me as I hang out and allow me to be of service. Cheers, bud. <laughs> I want 
you to really understand this, that spirituality, the first tip that I want to share with you, it does not have to be formal. Sure, there are times when I do ceremonies and all that kind of jazz, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But for the most part, my relationship is quite casual, as it would be with anybody else that I love. It's informal. I don't feel like I need to say the exact words in the right time, in the right method, you know, with the full moon, but on, on its crescent and hanging over with three third cool full cups of tea while I, you know, bend on my one knee and tickle my right toe. <laughs> I don't feel like there is a need for me to be very specific. For me, the intention. For me, it's just my conversation that I have with spirit. So I keep it really casual. I have conversations with spirit all the time. I'll wake up in the morning, I'll yawn, I'll be like, oh, oh, good morning, spirit. How are you today? Universe, this is Brad. Yep, cool. Or, hey, universe, I'm having a bit of troubles with X, Y, Z. Can you help me out with some stuff? It doesn't need to be, dear, oh, gracious universe, I'm feeling compelled to be able to blah. If you want to do it that way, go for it. But you don't need to. There doesn't need to be any rules or constriction around your relationship. Your higher self is there waiting for you to have a conversation with. All you need to do is tap in and say good day. The second piece that I want to speak into today is that you may have heard from what I just said about frequency. I'm having conversations with spirit all the time. All the time. That's my word for the higher self, by the way. Sometimes I might use God, mostly I use spirit, and and sometimes I use universe. Hey universe! Or even I might say angels and guides, maybe let's hang out, maybe let's chat. But what's more, most important here, yes, is the first one of the keeping casual or informal. The second one here is about frequency. It's not like I'm only co having conversations with spirit when I'm feeling crappy. I'm having conversations all the time. Just around ideas, things that I'm working through, things that I would like some help with, things that I would like to feel grateful for. It's a frequent conversation, the same way in which how can you expect to maintain a relationship with somebody that you love if you only ever have a conversation with every six months. We know we all have those friendships. It's like, oh, it just feels like we cannot talk for years and then come back and it's just the same. Well, and that's true, right? Spirit's always waiting for you there and it will be just the same. That's the point. The relationship will be just the same. You will pick up where you left off. So if you want to deepen your self-love, then you're going to have to put more time into the relationship. And again, it doesn't have to be formal, remember. Just frequent. Have more conversations. But number three, I just want to share with you that the way in which I commune with spirit varies so much. Most of the time, it's informal. Most of the time, it's quite frequent. But there are times where I like to do certain things. Meditation, for example. Yin yoga, which allows me to just calm down and slow down. I have a process called breath movement sound, where I literally, I get my clients in it all the time. We breathe in. Oh, and on the exhale, we just shake it out and it helps me to move my emotions. It helps me to connect with spirit through my breath. So we have meditation. I have breath movement sound. I have journaling. I spend a lot of time writing just 
my stream of consciousness and I might ask questions in my journal and see if I get answers back. But mostly I'm just journaling, just letting it out, letting it into the world. And I'm talking to universe. I might even write, hey, spirit, blah, I'm having this tough time and write a letter of some description. Sometimes I use oracle cards or even just everyday kind of cards. I have these beautiful cards by Gabby Bernstein. The universe has your back and they're not oracle cards. They're not necessarily giving me any kind of guidance in, in terms of like, there's no book that I'm working through or it's some kind of oracle. It just gives me little taps from the universe. This one says for today, when I'm in alignment with the love of the universe, peace cannot be disrupted. It's beautiful. And I ask spirit as I'm shuffling the cards, I ask spirit to be with me, to connect, let me know what I need to hear. So from cards to ceremony on the moon, I tend to have full moon ceremonies and they come and I put my rocks around my little crystals and I burn my intentions and all sorts of different stuff. It's formal, definitely formal, but it also doesn't matter. However you want to connect, connect and allow it to be varied. Whichever way, sometimes you're going to need to have a deep and meaningful conversation with spirit. Other times you just need to hang out and shoot the shit. Number four, when I talked about that journaling and when I talked about asking questions, you need to listen. It's quite ironic there because I pointed to my ear, <laughs> even though that's not where I hear the messages, not for me personally. It's like I kind of feel them in my being and then I get little flashes. And I really want you to start trusting your intuition with some of this, because to be able to listen and trust with what messages you're kind of receiving. I noticed that when I might get number sequence, I see a number plate and it's, you know, zero, 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 zero. Or I look at the time and it's 11, 11. That's kind of stuff. I'm looking for little winks and signals from the universe at all points in time. Even when I'm not looking for it, the universe gives me little winks, little coincidences, synchronicities. Where are you noticing the synchronicities in your life? How can you tap into your intuition so that that kind of channel of conversation, you can tune in to the universe and have them transmit information to you. Number five, this is the final point that I want to make around this. Obviously, this is a huge conversation, <laughs> not something that's likely to be done within a 20, 25 minute episode of self love lessons with Luna. But I hope it gives you a bit of a taster. With number five here, I have many times had conversations with people and I'm asking them to love parts of themselves and they find that super difficult. How can I possibly love the part of myself that thinks that blah? How can I possibly love that part of this myself that yells at me and beats me up? I don't want to love that part of myself. I use the universe. I use the power of the universe and I ask the universe to help me. So if there's a part of me that I don't feel like I'm, I'm personally in my small self capable of loving, then I ask the universe to do it on my behalf. I say something along the lines of, again, the words don't matter. Just do it as you feel right within your own words and your own language. I might say universe, I'm noticing this thing about myself and please, I ask that you love it on my behalf. Please love this part of me on my behalf because I'm not able to right now. You're surrendering and trusting. Please, universe, love this part of me on my behalf. 
And really, what ends up happening there? Love. <laughs> More connection. Deeper connection. I'm hoping that you see how important this piece is to our self-love. Because it really increases. It really deepens it. It really allows you to come home into kind of sacred alignment with yourself. Where you are connected to spirit as much as you can help overcome your mind, fall in love with your body, you have this beautiful heart-centered consciousness connection with spirit. Gosh, it's been wonderful hanging out with you. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what the next few iterations of this are going to be? Perhaps as part of my next evolution of season three coming out, that there will still be opportunities for me to give self-love lessons with Luna. What I do know is that season three is going to be absolutely ripper. And I want to give you a little bit of a sneak peek. There's a bit of a preview about what's coming. Imagine this. It's season three. You're watching an episode. You're listening to it on the podcast. And this is how it begins. Hello and welcome to You Know The World Won't Accept You When. A podcast that talks to people who do not fit the traditional mold of what society views as acceptable beautiful and valuable. A platform where all can have their voices heard in all matters of shame, discrimination, self-love and self-acceptance. If you don't quite fit the mould and have ever been ostracised for being who you are, then this podcast is for you. The world's view on who is most acceptable and who is most valuable is, well, it's pretty darn narrow. Thin, but athletic, with a booty big enough to twerk but with a thigh gap. Have large breasts, but a small waist. For men, well, be chiseled, be an Adonis. Have feelings and be vulnerable, but only for show, because we really don't want you to be anything but a savior. Be white, with a tan. Be emotionally available, but make sure that you have consistent good mental health. Be able-bodied. Keep your sexual preferences to yourself unless you are straight. Don't rock the boat. Be a him or a her. Be young. Remain youthful. Be carefree and remain non-vocal about the things that actually matter to you. Definitely have an opinion, but keep it to yourself. And do not make anyone else feel uncomfortable with who you are or what you stand for. Have money, sure, but don't be spoiled or flattered around. Definitely don't be poor. If you have to be a woman, then do your best to cut off your edges and try to be a man. Well, if you have to be a man, then definitely do not have a healthy expression of emotion. No, no, anger will do. In short, be a robot. Be untrue to yourself and conform to a standard that nobody really will ever fit into. Welcome to You Know The World Won't Accept You When. So what I'm looking for is contributors. If you feel like you're somebody who the world won't accept, you know, for me, I'm a queer fat woman. Maybe the world won't accept me for that. Maybe the world won't accept you because you're trans. The world won't accept you because you are gay, because you're non-binary, because you're a person of color, because you are Asian. Maybe it's because you have a disability. Maybe it's because of a health concern, because of your age. Whatever it happens to be, maybe you're in a position where you're considered to be a minority, where you don't necessarily fit into the mold of what society tells you to be. I want to hear from you because your experience matters. And the more that we can have access and have conversations with people who don't fit in the mold, but people who love themselves, people who have accepted themselves in their entirety, despite it being hard, despite the world not accepting themselves. Well, you're the ones that I'd like to hear from. So please reach out if you feel like this is a 
show and podcast that you can be a part of, then please email loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au. It has been such a blast being with you here for the last 30 weeks. It's just been such a wonderful thing. So much has changed. These beautiful button badges, perfectly imperfect. The whole set is available now to buy. So let me know if you'd like to get a hold of any of those. And really, starting next week on the 18th of June, the Self Love Awakening Collective will begin. Super excited. Already got some people in that group. It's an eight week course to be able to help you get over the body shame, remove the negative self talk, and come into that alignment with yourself. I would love to have you there. There are limited places, but there are still places available. So please do get in touch. I would love to have you there. And in the meantime, my friends, until I catch you on the flip side, happiest, happiest, happiest of self-loving.